0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
1: Louise did just that um, because we've heard this story in recent days about the state denying up to 12,000 vulnerable people their disability allowance payments. And Louise, you got in contact with us. Why?
0: Because um, a few years ago, like this came up in the news recently, so it kind of brought it back into my mind. My sister was in a residential care unit and she always paid something called long-stay charges. I think it equates maybe 30, 40 euro a week. And that was taken out of her disability benefit that she would have got off the state. And again, I think that was up to 188 euro roughly a week. So they brought in this new scheme kind of called RESMAC, and it went to long-stay contributions. This was the HSE. So basically, because she needed 24-hour care around the clock, her weekly contribution changed to €155. So because she came into category A of this scheme, and she was left with €33 a week. Now, where someone else might have affected it as much is because our parents had passed away and I was her sole guardian and I had three young children and I was married so she never needed or wanted for anything mm. but I wouldn't have been in a financial position to help her I'd say like that for the extras the trips to Disneyland holidays things that enhance the quality of her life and at that she, I needed to bring her to the dentist privately because she was left waiting too long for the public system so she paid for that herself so the, my issue was I was never told about it. Like I have a letter here. It was addressed to her and the, the care unit that she was in. But she couldn't talk. She couldn't communicate. And How did you find out about it, Louise? <clears throat> I went in to visit and basically one of the care assistants kind of nudged me and said, you need to look at her file." I was like, of oh. course. So I, I, they were like, look, you're entitled to look at this at any time you want. I always felt like I was invading her privacy. But anyway, that was probably a bit of stupidity on my part. So when I looked at it, I saw this letter going back to November 2017, and this was February 2018. So it was a standard letter saying that they were implementing this new long-stay contribution and the criteria for it and how it worked. So again, you could, what did they say? If you're unhappy following receipt, you're, you can appeal it with the HSC National Appeals Office. So I went back to the, the services, support services manager, mm. and it's very strongly worded email in bold I do not consent to the increase of these charges and would like to initiate an p- appeal on my sister's behalf. They came back, like she said in the background, communicated to the HSE that she spoke to my sister, communicated to her, and that she had no issue with these charges. Now there's no way that happened. I'd say this person in management hadn't even met my sister So, And um, did you
1: say sorry that, um, that, that your sister Louise she couldn't communicate is that right? No
0: no 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 couldn't talk and so I initiated this I got a copy of the letter directly from here and I stated I'd never received it she came back on the pretense that the care assistants and staff in her unit should have initiated a claim on her behalf if they thought that it would cause her undue um, hardship because the money would be taken from her. But, like, who can survive in 33 or a week to buy her clothes, any medical appointments, like, even getting your hair cut? Like, all that stuff adds
1: Mm, up.
0: So I, what was the next step? And then, yeah, I lodged the complaint at the HSE. They came back to me, and I explained the situation Mm. that this lady stated that she'd spoke to my sister. And they asked me if they wanted to take it further. So I said, no, I, I, I didn't want anybody to lose a job. I just wanted to make sure my sister had enough finances there to, to ensure a quality of life. So we ended up meeting with the lady and we went through all her expenses, like trips to cinema days out, like a meal out on a Sunday. And so they reduced it. So I think she was paying about half. I basically, she's had over half her disability pension, and she kept half. It. And I, like I was okay with it, but there was not wasn't much I could do. But I also flagged with the HSC that I <clears throat> was very active in my sister's life. But there would be elder residents there that maybe their family had passed away, and I, as I said to her, I can guarantee none of them would have understood the implications of this.
1: And Louise, just to clarify, when when this, you know, when when. When this system came into place, is it the case that because you were your sister's guardian, you should have been consulted on this?
0: That was that my understanding, yeah. Never. It was accidental. But, like, again, I know everything's going up, but for it to increase from, like, 30 or 40 euro a week to 155.
1: In listening. I suppose, to the news in, in, in recent days. Um, it's that you wanted, I suppose, to, to just flag this to people, Louise, really, that maybe have family members or whoever they are the guardian for in a residential care setting to highlight it really to them, to just, I suppose, be aware Yeah, of definitely. the payments and how the allocations work and to check in on it, I suppose, too. you know, a, yeah. And I know what you were saying and I totally understand that you... You probably didn't want to, to, no, to question the, you know. Privacy. And yeah. again,
0: it was stupidity now in hindsight. I should have been checking her bank account records, what was going in and out. Because um, I'd always advocate for like, that was her money, spend it, enjoy life, get nice clothes, go on your little holiday. And again, I do understand that she did have to pay for her care and teeth, and, as, as we all do. Mm. But it went to an excessive limit of being left with a very small spending amount every week, came in very under the table. I found out about it accidentally, and I only got the relevant paperwork that, as far as I'm concerned, should have been sent directly to me by accident. Now, eventually it would have been cost, I'm sure. But, like, why would they send this document to somebody that's in a disability care unit? You know what I mean? they can't read the document and agree to
1: it. I know, Louise, you, you've been you've been listening to this in recent days and, and you got in touch with us um, because of that, just to, to flag or to highlight your own situation. It, it's a number of years ago, though, isn't it? That, it is. Yeah. That
0: just kind of brought it all back. Cause when it came yeah. into the news, I actually started talking about it and spoke to my son and he was questioning it. Mm. So it me up again and that's I know, why I sent I the know. email in. No, well, I
1: I appreciate that, and and thanks for um for flagging it and, and highlighting, or just I suppose explaining your own uh, story to us as well. Um, Louise, thanks a million for joining us here in the program today. Thanks for your time.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant
1: Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.